Hello, my name is Dr. Kimberly Wiley. I teach program planning and evaluation for the Department of Family, Youth, and Community Sciences at the University of Florida. I offer lessons from our course readings to help you build strong knowledge and skill in order for you to be a successful program planner and evaluator. This podcast is about identifying and engaging stakeholders. Grab your textbook and the Sangamon County Community Resources Needs Assessment and Community Action Plan located in Module 2. Let's get started. An example of an organization highly engaged with community stakeholders is a community action agency. Community action agencies can be found all over the United States. They are funded by the Community Development Block Grant at the federal level to ameliorate and mitigate the effects of poverty. Every county in the United States is served by a community action agency. They provide programs such as Meals on Wheels, after-school programs, job training. Though the money comes from the federal government, it is assigned to local governments to address the needs of the local community. So these organizations engage their local stakeholders to identify what the specific needs are. Those needs may be related to hunger or locating jobs, could be related to sustainable income. Community action agencies engage locally to identify those needs. You'll spend time this week looking closely at what community action agencies do and how they engage with their stakeholders. This semester, you'll hear me use a lot of terminology intersecting around the concepts of organizations and programs So let's talk about these different terms. First off, organizations are groups of people with a formal structure and a shared purpose or goal. These organizations that we'll talk about in class may be nonprofit organizations or they may be government entities, like government agencies. Now the nonprofit sector is the group of nonprofit organizations that all fall into that legal status. The public sector is made up of government entities. These are at the federal, state, and local level. Nonprofit organizations have varying relationships with government agencies. They may be funded by government agencies. They may oversee government agencies. They may lobby for government activity. Now, the term institutions, for the purposes of this class, means the norms, policies, and laws that drive our behavior. These are the rules of the game. A program is a structured approach to solving a problem or achieving a goal. To review, we've defined organizations, various sectors, institutions, and a program. So now let's apply it. Meals on Wheels is a program provided often by community action agencies. Community action agencies may be nonprofits or they might be county level government agencies. Meals on Wheels is overseen federally by the Department of Health and Human Services. The purpose of the Meals on Wheels program is to feed older Americans. Here we can see the Meals on Wheels program is provided by an organization. The program must comply with federal policy or institutions. Take a moment and map out these terms as they apply to the Meals on Wheels program. Another example is the Voluntary Pre-Kindergarten Program, or VPK. This is a statewide program overseen by a government agency, the Department of Education. 
and run by nonprofit organizations, typically daycare centers. The goal is to ensure that children are prepared for kindergarten. The VPK program must meet certain standards as determined by government policy. Again, take a moment and map out the terms program, organization, sector, and institutions as they apply to voluntary pre-K. Now that we've mastered that terminology, let's shift over to talk about stakeholders. A stakeholder is a person with some sort of interest in your program. These stakeholders may benefit from your program, or they may ensure the success of your program through their funding or rulemaking. So stakeholders might be internal to your organization. These might be your program staff, your volunteers, leaders, frontline workers. This may also be the people receiving services. These are the folks that are there day to day um, or maybe visit every once in a while. So these are the folks inside your organization. External stakeholders may be com community leaders. These might be our funding agencies or individuals who are funding our programs. Local leaders might include church leaders, city council members, government agency heads. Our stakeholders may be key informants who tell us what the needs are in the community, might tell us how well our programs are working or not working. They may be a population at risk that our program would be great for to help prevent a problem from occurring. They may be a population in need who's experiencing the problem that our program is designed to address. And it is important for your nonprofit or your government entities to engage with stakeholders at various levels throughout the program. We may engage with stakeholders through fundraisers or maybe public awareness events. We might advertise our services through local media campaigns or through referrals from other organizations. We might attend community meetings and tell others about our organization and the programs that we provide. A very useful way to engage with stakeholders is through needs assessments. We talk to the people in our community, the people that we serve, the people that engage with the people that we serve, and we find out what is going on in our community and how we can best situate ourselves to fulfill our mission. A successful program plan involves the engagement of multiple stakeholders throughout the entire process. Community action agencies are a great example of an organization that engages with stakeholders every step of the way. Community action agencies conduct a comprehensive needs assessment that engages a comprehensive list of stakeholders. Every community action agency must create an action plan like the one that you'll read this week. Each report is unique to the community that that community action agency serves. Pause the podcast for a moment and identify three stakeholders in the action report. Label each one as a key informant, a population at risk, or a population in need. You'll revisit this report later. Let's spend our last few minutes together preparing for exam one. I'll ask you a question similar to the ones you may find on the exam, and I'll tell you where to find the answer. Pause the podcast after the question and locate the answer. Play the podcast to hear the answer. Here's your question. The county school board is building a bullying intervention program in the district's middle schools. The school board conducts interviews with local after-school leaders about the presence of bullying within their after-school programs. They ask the interviewees to identify children the leaders have witnessed bullying other children. 
Which type of stakeholder do the children who have bullied other children represent in this case? Review defining and identifying target populations of interventions on page 46 through 50 in your textbook. Pause the podcast now. Here's your answer. The children who have been accused of bullying are a population in need. They are a type of target population. They are not a population at risk because they have already experienced the issue at hand. Although they may serve as a key informant, the best description is a population in need. I hope you found that review question helpful. Join me for the next podcast on conducting needs assessments.